We have a warning about gift cards this holiday season that will likely make you think twice before you snap them up. Plus the results of our latest Money Friends poll and so much more on this edition of Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. And coming to you from Detroit, Michigan, in my mom's half-finished basement, where we make the Stacky Benjamins podcast. I'm Joe Salcihi. This is the Money News Show that we we talk about commentary. We talk about recent headlines, Joe. Stories, things like that with thought leaders. <laughs> You're a thought leader, Joe, from across the financial landscape. We talk about the stories. We break them down. We figure out what matters to you guys because you're our friends. And we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. And did you tell... Can you tell we do this podcast live? Because we do it live. Thanks to Bestow for supporting Money with Friends. Bestow is term life insurance. It's 100% online. Never requires a medical exam. Prices start at $3 per month. How do you get it? Apply at hellobestow.com. I I love the ring to that. Hellobestow.com slash MWF. That's hellobestow.com slash MWF. We just talked to Jessica over there, by the way. Somebody went there recently, bought a policy, did not use our link. You want to make mm-hmm. sure that you use our link to tell Bestow that we sent you their way. So uh, yes. just I've done Bestow. that many times. I have heard of great products on a podcast and then I go and buy it and I forget to use the link. Yes. Yeah. Use use the link and we get to keep podcasting and yes. which is the benefit for you. Uh, yes. We've got speaking of benefits, a lot of people think giving a gift card's a benefit, Bobby, might mm. not be the benefit you think it is. Yeah, you know, and I'll we'll talk more once we read the story, but I actually was surprised. I feel kind of embarrassed how surprised I was by this. I never thought about this angle. All right, here we go. Oh, wait, which yep. one of our friends is bringing us into the headline? This is Andy from the Inspired Money Podcast. Just like hanging out and chatting about the news, that's why I tune in to Money with Friends. Here we go. This story is by Daniel B. Klein from The Motley Fool, as seen as in USA Today via money. And it starts why retailers love gift cards and why you should be wary of them. Retailers love gift cards. They win when you buy one in a number of ways. First, you have essentially given the store an interest-free loan of indeterminate length. A person might cash in a gift card quickly, use some of it, and sit on the rest for longer, or just leave it in a drawer for a long time or forever. (laughs) When you buy a gift card, You essentially agree to promote the retailer. I never thought about this part, Joe. Store-specific cards can't be used elsewhere, and they guarantee that someone will either come in and redeem these cards, a win for the store, or not use them at all. Also a win. Right. (laughs) Even when you use the card, the retailer wins because it got you in the store, and it gained a chance to sell you things. You might overspend, or you might underspend and never use the remaining balance. Even if you hit it right on the nose, the retailer has come out ahead because of the time it had the money before it sold you the goods. Here's why you need to be wary of buying gift cards, they say. Retailers generally share very little data about their unclaimed gift card balance. That is because if consumers think that they will not use the full value of the card or any of it, they might think twice before purchasing gift cards. Finding out exactly how much the overall gift card industry has in outstanding balances is impossible because some retailers aren't public and don't report their revenue. Even public companies can hide the number depending on how they report their finances. CEB Tower Group estimates that consumers buy over $130 billion, with a B, billion, 
in gift cards every year, and one billion of that goes unused. What's that about? Just eyeballing that, that's about seven percent of the money goes unused. That's a nice. You think about seven percent on your money. That's a that's a nice nice number. Uh, even if all those figures are rough estimates, the balance of unused gift cards is significant. The standard for how public companies record and report gift card revenues changed in 2018, according to generally accepted accounting principles. Uh, essentially, when a gift card is sold, the public company records the card as a liability. That money does not become a sale until the card is redeemed. Uh, There's very little benefit of giving gift cards. It may be considered classier than cash, but cash rarely goes unspent. If you do opt for gift cards, it's important to know the person you're giving the gift to actually uses the retailer you plan to give them the gift to. In addition, you may also consider only using retailers that allow a gift card balance to be applied to a user's online account. That puts the money someplace where the consumer won't forget about it and where it's not tied to an easily forgotten plastic gift card. Gift cards benefit retailers and their shareholders. They drive spending and at least some percentage would go unredeemed and that eventually hits the bottom line. You know, when um, my sister was, was taking the family, um, Oh, where were they going? But it, it, it turned out that they couldn't use the gift card for a bunch of stuff. Like there were all these exclusions. And when Cheryl and I gave the gift card, we had no idea that there were going to be all these, all these exclusions. I know exactly where it was. It was a regional theme park, Sandusky, Ohio. It was Cedar Point. They could not use my, my sister told me, she's like, Hey, we want to take the family to Cedar Point. So for, for Christmas next year, if you'd like to give us a, a gift card to the theme park, like we're giving them an experience, Bobby. I thought that be fantastic so you thought we bought them gift cards you couldn't use it to get in you couldn't use it to get in the what park was the gift card for like you, you, just for like souvenirs you could you could use it for souvenirs you could use it for food and drink excluding alcohol you could not use the gift card for alcohol so my sister can't get in and she can't get loaded <laughs> using a gift card not fair and i'm sure it's in it's all disclosed in very tiny prints yeah well i'm i'm sure i mean tiny enough somewhere tiny enough that the woman didn't bother to tell me about it. In fact, I told her I was on the phone just being a little chatty. I said, yeah, my, my, I'm doing this so that my sister and brother-in-law and my niece can go to the, go to Cedar point. They're really excited about coming. And she didn't once on that phone call while I was purchasing it, mention anything. No, not cool. That's the kind of thing I would circle back to the company and say, I want my money back. Uh, I would too. What do you think about it? Do you give gift cards? Um, I do a lot with kids birthday parties because like GameStop, which now they recently, I don't know how they're doing as a company. They shut down their retail location near us, but you know, GameStop or Apple, a lot of the kids want that. And that way I know they're going to use it in theory. I mean, the parents want that way they can choose the game they want. Otherwise you buy the specific video game, then the parents have to exchange it. So in that sense, that's what the kids want. But I have, I will tell you, I have an envelope. They are organized, but I do have an envelope of gift cards that my son has received that we haven't necessarily spent. Um, and they are, or I know where they are. They're, they're organized. And I do check on them periodically that they don't expire. But, you know, still, I, this made me think maybe I should just use them right away. I was horrified when we moved from Texarkana, Texas, back to Michigan. Uh, and of course, during that time, you're throwing stuff away. You're going through drawers you haven't opened in months. And we found so many gift cards 
that had sat there for a long time. And I thought about all the interest on that money, not my money, but it was somebody's money when they gave the gift card to us. It became your money, Joe. Well, it became my money, right? That No, that's a good point. And, and with inflation, right? I'm buying less stuff with all of that. But we, mm-hmm. we, I'd say the, the first two weeks we moved to Detroit, we made a lot of purchases to, to, you know, get the house in order using these gift cards that might've been given to us four or five years ago. And in some places, by the way, we had two gift cards that I don't remember the retailers where, after a certain time, they start assessing fees on the balance of the gift card because it wasn't redeemed. They take their money back. They take your money back. So uh, uh, that's ugly. That's not good for goodwill. I'll tell you, my husband and I, we recently celebrated our anniversary. We went to a cooking class at the Institute for Culinary Education here in New York. And one of the people in the class they ask, you know, when you come in, what, you know, what made you come in? Cause it's just recreational cooking, that kind of thing. And this woman said, someone gave me this as a gift card five years ago. And the goodwill that she said, I was shocked that you guys honored it. And I'm so happy to be here. And so they just won probably a repeat customer because they stood by it. They didn't let it expire. So I'm surprised that retailers, um, I mean, I guess there has to be some point from a bookkeeping standpoint, but the goodwill generated by the fact that ICE would honor that was huge. Not just one, one repeat customer. There were probably a few couples or families or people in that room, like just saying that out loud in front of all these other people. I mean, th- that brings in, in a lot of repeat customers, which is why I don't think, uh, you know, I mean, we can get into return policies and all that. Like some, some companies do so much harm to themselves by making it so difficult to all these hoops to work with, like, Cedar Point, I'm going to point at you again, like Cedar Point mm-hmm. did in Exclusions. that case. I, I remember talking, cool. you, you know, uh, you know, Chuck Jaffe, uh, Money Life with Chuck mm-hmm. Jaffe sure. podcast. Chuck wrote for the Boston Globe for a long time and Market Watch. Uh, great writer. Chuck uh, talks about how he doesn't give gift cards, not because of the fact that uh, he doesn't like giving cards cash gifts as as much as he said you know i might as well give them cash but but he really likes to have some shared thing so with a gift he likes it to be either something that he and the gift recipient have together in common or he likes to give them an experience and i like that idea he's like a gift card is way too generic for me uh uh, for gifts i like the idea though for kids gamestop i've done that one before because i never know if a kid wants a video game i have no idea what the hell to get him Yeah, it's tricky. I mean, I think one of the things that people get in trouble with is what you just said. So you don't want it to be generic. So you don't want to buy just a general, you know, like you can buy a Visa or an Amex gift card, which, you know, never going to expire. You can buy anything. You can buy your groceries with it. Great. But you want to be more specific. You want to be more personal. So you might find this niche store that has gift cards. That's where you get in trouble. Because yeah. you're so specific and it gets into what you're saying. You've now advertised for them and promoted the store that the person would not have known about. But it's from a, a good place in your heart that you want to make it personal. So you can be using a gift card that is very specific in an effort to be personal. And it's kind of backfiring. Which is why, though, there's two sides to this. With some companies, especially small businesses, I like the gift card option because of the fact that I like the idea that I might help them make a little more money. I also might help them stay in business longer. I might advertise to them a little more. Like, I really like that. The other side of the equation, though, we do this live on Facebook and uh, our friend Jim Wang from Wallet Hacks hanging out with us. He said he opts for an Amazon gift card when he gets one because it's practically cash, right? On the other side, yeah. if you don't know what the hell to get somebody, an Amazon gift card's fantastic because it's the everything store. 
And the other great thing about Amazon that people should do, and I have done this, when you get an Amazon card, and especially important if you get it through an email, because it's with Amazon, a lot of times you just get an email that can be lost so fast or even just accidentally deleted, immediately put it on your account. Immediately. You can put it on your account and oh. not spend it. Oh, so it's yeah, yeah. there. Yes. That is huge. Yeah. So it's just there for you and you just click the box when you want to use that versus whatever your other payment method is. Especially, and that way it's forever there. Especially a place like Amazon where you're going to spend it. I mean, you, you just do enough shopping there that, that that you're going to. I mean, one out of every one out of every two purchases, I think, over Black Friday weekend was through Amazon. One out of every two. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. that's kind of a big store. Karen's hanging out with us and says she asked her parents to buy lift tickets at a local ski resort for my boys for Christmas. They don't need more toys. There's a there's a nice gift. You know they're going to use it. It's a local company, local attraction. Um, uh, uh, good use of. Good use of, of of that. And Dylan says beer fest with ten tastings. Last time he went to Bush Gardens with his son, uh, and his and his Jim says getting loaded is the only way to survive an amusement park with kids. So between Dylan and Jim, they're all about the beer theme. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly says she has clients who buy a hundred to two hundred dollar gift cards for friends, and she's shocked at how long it takes and how few of them are redeemed. That's the mm-hmm. that's 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 a horrible thing. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. I like I like Etsy myself for that I've reason. I've never shopped on Etsy. Just because I can find I can find Etsy. some homemade stuff that somebody put maybe a little love into and uh, and yeah, shop that way. Uh, I really like that. But Bobby, uh, did you take this to Instagram? We did. We took it to Instagram and we asked everybody. We said we're going to be talking about gift cards, and we said, have you ever received one and not used it? Whether it's expired, lost, etc. And so, what do you think the results were, Joe? Um. Hmm. Give it to me again. I want to. I want to pay attention to the actual exact wording. Have you ever received one? Yeah. And not used it, meaning expired, lost, etc. The choices were yes or no. Always use. No. I, yeah. I want to be sure that that read the way I thought you read it the first time, and it did. And and it's hundred percent yes. hundred percent of people said they've not used one. That they they've messed up basically. That they've messed up. Yes. Um, that is not what our money friends said. Our money friends said 42% said they have received one and not used it. So that's 42% have kind of messed up. And then 58% said, no, I've always used it. Wow. So it's about, I would say it's probably going to be half and half if we let the poll run a little bit longer because it's only been out there a few hours and this is very unscientific. But yeah, I mean, people are definitely admitting, but a lot of people, I mean, that's of our audience, which is self-selecting. These are people that pay attention to money. That's true. I was just so, thinking that, you know, I, I forgot to remember our audience, a bunch of money <laughs> nerds like us, and we count the pennies. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm debating whether I should out people that have let it go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to. We'll keep it private, but I can see you. But I like the honesty. That is good. In just a second, speaking of honesty, Bobby and I are going to give us our honest takeaways from today's piece. How about that one? Better? <laughs> Maybe? Yeah. Dylan doesn't think that everyone's being honest. <laughs> 50% he <says> 50% lied. <laughs> uh, uh, let's, uh, let's have some honesty. And the honesty is that we all need life insurance. <laughs> yes. Life insurance around the holidays. Talk about giving people a warm fuzzy that's not a gift card. Uh, it's a contract. It's a gift contract. We're so happy Bestow supports this episode of Money with Friends. Life insurance is important, but the process of buying life insurance shouldn't take forever. If you know anything about 
getting life insurance, you know the potential for how excruciating everything can be. Long forms, medical exam a couple of weeks later. Kelly talked about earlier, Bobby, how long it takes sometimes the process of getting gift cards for clients, much, much mm-hmm. longer to buy life insurance. Although I wouldn't get- Not so much with Bestow though. Not with Bestow. Uh, the long wait for a price that might, might not be expected. Well, you've got other things to do. Bestow makes it easy. Bestow offers term life insurance. is 100% online. They never require a medical exam ever. Prices start at $3 a month. And policies come in two, 10, or 20 years. I personally like the longer coverage. If you're younger, you know you're going to need it for a long time. Just lock in the price because it's all based on your age. No need to put in your name, your email, your phone. By the way, to get a quote, you can just get a quote anonymously and you're going to feel a lot better because you have the coverage you need. Apply at hellobestow.com forward slash MWF. Make sure you put the forward slash MWF on there. That's hello, B-E-S-T-O-W.com slash MWF. And thanks for everybody who used our link when you went to uh, Bestow for Insurance. All right, Bobby, what's your big takeaway? By the way, I just want to mention to everyone listening to this that our Facebook live group is chiming in more and more people saying that they think that our Instagram poll answerers lied. The ones that said that they um, have always used the gift cards. So I think we need more people. You know what? It's face value. We we take it on face value. Yeah. We need need more people. Well, you know what? They think they've used them all because they haven't gone through the drawers yet. That's probably true. That could be. Agreed. We've all found those gift cards if we're being honest. Yes. Well, what's your takeaway? If you receive a gift card, use it right away and maybe buy someone else an actual gift so you don't have to shell out cash. How's that for an idea? Or sell it on a site like Gift Card Granny, which by the way, our friend, um, our thought leader, Trey Bodge recommends Gift Card Granny. At the very least, know the balance and wrap a post-it note on the card. We do this in our house. You wrap a post-it note on the card with the value of the card. And also if there's an expiration date, write the date that it expires and then put it all somewhere. For me, it's a box with an envelope. They're all in an envelope in a box on my nightstand. And then you know where they are. They're all together. And then um, you will use them. I, I, I love that because, uh, you know, if I keep it in front of me, I know, I know exactly, um, how much it is. I know also uh, to spend it more quickly, right? Because we talked about the time value money there, um, uh, spend it better, which is why I'm going to steal my takeaway directly from our friend Jim Wang from Wallet Hacks, who is also part of our cast for season one. My takeaway uh, is, is do what Jim says here. He says, I have an old business card holder I got from an old employer. I used to hold gift cards. It keeps them in one place. Get your gift card, put it in one place, you know exactly where they are, and when you leave the house, you've got uh, you've got your shopping list right there, Bobby. And plus, it's guilt-free shopping when you spend it. What could be better than that? But, but, but well, that's actually funny, is it really? Because it's somebody's yeah, money. You're spending it. But they've already spent it. The store has it. That's true. Yeah, but I still want to get a good deal on that money. Maybe that's I don't I know. know. Maybe that's my own. That's what I do. I'm waiting for the sale. That's why I often don't spend it. I have issues paying full price, but that's another show. Yes. <laughs> 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 Melissa says she found some that fell out of the drawer. They were underneath the drawer. Mm-hmm. So, so there you go. Yeah, I hear you, Melissa. Maybe that's the reason why people don't know they have gift cards is they're actually not even in the drawer. They're underneath the drawer like oh, Melissa's yeah. are. We right. got, it's like the pennies. You got to check the, you know, the cushions on the couch. Well, people want to go lie on our Facebook poll, by the way, not our Facebook poll, our Instagram <laughs> poll. And by the way, please don't lie on our Instagram don't poll. Lie. We like we, we like the honest uh, answer to see if we can come up with it. But how do people participate in our Instagram poll to maybe make them more accurate? 
Yes. Follow us at Money Friends Pod. That is our handle on both Instagram and on Twitter. And you can also follow, you'd also go to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com to get links to the stories that we talk about. Just go to the schedule and the date that this show first came out. Yeah. I love, uh, I love uh, the pieces that we choose. We try to curate uh, some of the best stuff for you guys, uh, the things that we think are pretty important. So if you follow us anywhere, you can also find the people that wrote these stories and follow them because usually, Bobby, we come back to the same writers over and over. I'm talking to you, Katie Hill. We we talk about Katie Hill a lot, don't we? Yes, we do. Yes. All right. Uh, That's one of many uh, (laughs) people we quote all the time, but that Katie came to mind immediately. All right. That's going to do it for today. Thanks everybody for hanging out with us, making the show. Thanks to everybody who's listening. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Who's with you tomorrow, Bobby? Uh, Gosh, Chris Browning. Chris Browning from the Popcorn Finance podcast. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow back here at Money with Friends. Bye-bye. This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Cihai and Bobby Rebel, and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2019. Taylor Eichenberg engineered this show and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other video or podcast without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends.